Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive of rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I guess it turns out I'm going through my Saturn return, which feels very on brand. Hello, how are you? Let me know in the comments down below if you're over here on YouTube. And if you're listening to the audio version of today's podcast, then I hope you are doing well. If you're watching today's podcast, I still hope you're doing well. Today, I am drinking a cold brew. I actually bought the Starbucks cold brew, like in the big jug, put it in my fridge. This is my first time trying it. I mixed it with some oat milk. I was very much inspired by Atticus. If you've heard that interview, it was a couple episodes ago. So I'm gonna give this a try. Okay, that's surprisingly very good. It's also very easy to make cold brew about to say cold brew ice cream, which would also be delicious. It's very easy to make cold brew coffee at home, I found out. So I do wanna start making it at home. I just saw it when I was grocery shopping and it was an impulse buy. And I will say it's pretty good. For the price though, probably just gonna make it at home. For today's coffee talk, I originally had notes, but I am going to just toss those notes to the wind, paint my nails and talk with you guys. If you're going through any kind of tough times, any kind of hardships, I hope that you can get to the other side of this conversation and walk away from it feeling motivated, feeling a sense of resilience, a sense of perseverance, and just the tenacity that you need to take on your hardships head on. And maybe maybe you're not even going through a hard time and you just wanna chill and you wanna have a cozy, cozy friend to sit down and chat with. Let's jump in. Today I'm painting my nails with the Kuo Breathable Nail Color and Treatment. This is in Green Goddess. This is my favorite color currently at the moment. And I'm just gonna dive right in. The other day I took some time to just sit outside, watch the sun go down and just be with my thoughts, which is something that I try to do often. It's not as easy as it used to be now that I'm a mom, but I do, even when I'm driving to the grocery store, I'm taking a shower, or I can't fall asleep right away when I climb into bed. Or like I said, sometimes right after bedtime, Easton's bedtime, I'll, my son's bedtime, I'll go sit outside on our new, like we just finished, we're still landscaping outside, but we just finished our rock patio. It's like my favorite place to hang out now. And I'll just go sit there and that's exactly where the sun sets behind the forest and I just I just watch and I just breathe and I just let my thoughts flow. And lately I've been needing to do that a lot. I just feel, I feel, and I told myself I wasn't gonna get emotional and there is literally no need to get emotional in today's chat. Not that there's anything wrong with feeling your emotions, but there's just a lot going on this year. And my health in particular is starting to take a hit. I've really had to slow down despite all of my fight or flight reflexes telling me 
to do, 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 like stay busy, stay distracted, do more. And that has been such a weird tension to hold within myself because I think it can get really easy when things are hard and when things are tough, specifically when there are emotions that are hard and that are tough or stress, stress in particular. And we all feel stress. This is a common human experience. You cannot avoid it. Nobody gets by unscathed. Everybody goes through hardships. Everybody goes through stress or has stressors in their life. And sometimes they all hit at once. Sometimes there's only just a few going on. And there are beautiful chapters and beautiful years of our lives. And this is still one of them, at least for me. Like it's such a nuanced two things can be true. Like the first year ever with my son and my first year ever as a mom and our first year as a family and just the little things that we're doing to our home to make it feel like our home. Those have been the bright lights in my life this year. My son being the brightest light in my life this year. But two truths can be true. I've also been going through a grieving process on multiple levels. When I was sitting outside the other night and I was able to get some objectivity, I was able to then choose the mindset that I knew was going to best benefit me throughout the remainder of this year. I just have to accept that this year is just a tough one when you really do sit and give yourself the ability to say, okay, given what's in front of me, given what's going on, what do I need to do to best support myself? There's a really tricky truth that comes in the modern age. And it is that everybody is usually fighting their own battles. Everybody is usually putting out their own fires. So no one's gonna come help you put out yours. That truth can be hard to swallow. I find it hard to swallow just because I know by nature and intuitively deep in my core that that's not the way that we're supposed to live as human beings. We're supposed to be in community. We're supposed to be in groups. We're supposed to be a team with others and everyone has their role and everybody uses and utilizes their strength for the group. We don't live like that anymore. It's not about going through your life, avoiding feeling any kind of discomfort or any kind of pain or taking on the challenges that come your way. I have always felt very called to yoga philosophy. And part of yoga philosophy is owning and honoring your duty. And part of your duty comes from the challenges that you end up facing. It's kind of like, if I were to turn this into a metaphor, you're walking down this path and there's a big boulder blocking the path, blocking you from getting through to the other side. You have a couple options. You could turn around and go back, but that's not really gonna get you anywhere. You could just sit there and wait for somebody else to move the boulder, but that's not gonna get you anywhere either. Or you can just take the responsibility and move the rock out of that path so that you can keep going. It becomes your duty to face the challenges that arise in your life. And when you walk away from them, when you run away from them, all you do is prolong facing those challenges later. This especially comes down to like emotional challenges. Can I actually sit back and feel what I'm feeling? Can I actually hold space for this being just a tough year and there's no way to just like, you know, put a cherry on top of it or romanticize it. It just sucks sometimes. It really just sucks sometimes. And I don't have to make it better. I don't have to fix it. I can just sit and agree and hold space for, yeah, this freaking sucks and feel whatever comes in terms of emotions after that. By nature, we tend to avoid hard things. We look for convenience in our lives to the point that again, in the modern age, that has been hijacked from us. The fact that our brains are just hardwired to seek convenience, that plays into a lot of the choices and a lot of the suffering that we see happening in the modern day, in the modern age, because, and this is not the conversation today, but because 
we see companies, we see brands hijacking that part of the brain and getting us into a place of convenience, which gets us into a place of ambivalence, which gets us into a place of not actually dealing with our problems, not actually dealing with our emotions, which gives us complacency, which can lead to things like depression. So all of this to say, yes, it can suck to go through very emotional times, very hard times. It can suck to feel grief. It can suck to feel heartbreak. It can suck to feel stress. It can suck to have to face and do the things that you do not want to face and do. However, when you do face those things, when you do face those fears, when you do overcome those challenges, and even if you fall down 10 times trying to do it, trying to fix it, trying to find it, trying to feel it, you just have to keep getting back up because that is where you build the resilience for yourself. You have to equip yourself with the best tools and the best atmosphere or environment to support you through the challenges you're facing. I guess it turns out I'm going through my Saturn return, which feels very on brand. However, when I sat and thought about it, and I asked myself, what do I really genuinely need right now? And not from a place of my ego, because obviously the ego is going to tell you that you need things you don't actually need. And the way that you're going to know is because you'll, you'll know, you'll have that feeling deep inside that eh, this actually is not what I need. This is a quick fix. Distractions, uh, overindulgence. When people go through hard times, they like to drink. Then someone's going to profit off of people drinking. When, if somebody knows when people go through hard times, they tend to gamble then people are going to profit off of gambling. Like this can go on and on further and further, specifically when we get into, I think, kind of more the millennial generation and Gen Z, people tend to shop. People tend to spend much beyond their means. There's so much out there on social media that tells you that you need this or buy this or fix this or get this procedure done to your face or whatever it is. Like, again, it's overriding the feelings that you need to feel the discomfort that we need to feel and go through, the duty it is that it becomes of our own to face our life head on. And none of those things will actually build resilience for us. They might feel like a band-aid, they might feel like a quick fix, something that makes you feel better momentarily, but the problem will still be there the next day. The problem will still be there internally. And until we actually face those things, we'll never actually evolve or grow into the people that we are meant to be. When you run away from your challenges, when you run away from your tough years, from your tough months or your tough seasons, all you're doing is prolonging all of that emotion. All you're doing is carrying all of that weight. And even if you're able to ignore it, it will only take so long for it to come collapsing in on you. And you'll have a meltdown over something that will seem small or mediocre, or you will lash out in some way or another, or you'll go into excess, or you'll lie, or you'll start to see yourself exhibiting behaviors and making choices that don't actually align with who you are. And it's because it's not who you are. You're not a liar. You're not an overindulgent person. Or what's the other word for that? There's an actual word for that. Is it like glutinous? No, that's got to do with, no, gluttony. Yeah, gluttony, glutinous, whatever. You're not someone that needs things in excess. You're not all of the things that you tell yourself in your lowest moments when you catch yourself behaving or participating in choices that aren't actually aligned with who you are. It's just your fight or flight response. And again, it's not a conscious thought. It's not something that you actively choose most of the time. So don't beat yourself up for it. Instead, choose the perspective of, all right, this is an opportunity, whether whatever you believe in, God, the universe, or just circumstance. I've been presented with an opportunity to build resilience this year. I choose to step up to the occasion. I choose to ground and root deep and 
get serious about my life and face these things head on and feel my emotions head on and take care of myself and take care of my health and take care of my family and do what I need to do so that I can get to the other side of this and not have to carry anything that doesn't need to go with me on the other end. The first step that you can actually even take comes from that sense of acceptance. Being real with yourself about what's going on in your life you can do that with other people, by the way. Just because everybody's putting out their own fires doesn't mean that you still can't talk about the fires you you have going on in your life. I tend to sometimes gaslight myself out of thinking that I have anything to be upset about. Gosh, I have a roof over my head. I have a partner. I have a son. I have food on the table. Like, I should be happier. I shouldn't be stressed. I shouldn't be worried about these things or I shouldn't feel sad or I shouldn't feel X, Y, Z, right? You know, I lost somebody, but people have lost much closer or people have dealt with much deeper grief or whatever it is. So I'm not allowed to feel that emotion. And that doesn't do you any good. Look around and see the fires for what they are. See where you're at for what it is to you. And you might not even need to do that with anybody else. I tend to be a very solo wolf when I deal with things just by nature again. So when I was sitting and, and owning my situation, owning where I'm at, I just needed to do that with me. I just needed to think to myself and be with myself and feel with myself that this is where I feel I'm at. I don't need anybody to affirm it for me. I don't need anybody to justify it to. This is just where I'm at. And at this point, I only feel comfortable, which is my own shit, but I only feel comfortable holding that space with myself. So if you just ignore the hardship or you act like it's not that hard or you act like it's not that big of a deal, it, it's gonna make you feel crazy because you're gonna have all of these emotions. You're gonna have all of these contradicting feelings and you'll be like, but I swear it's not that bad. It's okay if it is that bad. And it's also okay if some days it feels worse than others. Giving yourself the permission and the grace to own and accept what might be going on, what might be happening, what you might be feeling or what you might be doing. Like maybe you're not owning and accepting or just kind of putting on these blinders and leaving in your blind spot some of the habits you're doing that you know are unhealthy or some of the choices you're making that you know aren't benefiting you or supporting you in any kind of way. That is where you can begin to introduce healthy coping mechanisms. Emphasis on healthy. I knew for a fact that I needed time. I felt the need to hibernate. I tend to pull back and everyone that knows me well enough and loves me knows that I'll come back around. It's just that I need to deal with the things I need to deal with and do the things I need to do and feel the things I need to feel. That was the first answer that immediately came to my mind, but there's so many other healthy coping mechanisms. Some other ones can be channeling what you're feeling, especially if it's something that you don't have control over, like dealing with something like death or dealing with things going on in the world that you feel powerless to. Like you can channel those things into creativity. You can write a book, you can choose to start a YouTube or a podcast channel or paint, or you don't even have to write a book, write poetry. You can take pictures, go into photography. Like there are so many ways to get creative. You can do little DIY projects. Maybe you get into crocheting. Like there's a girl I like to follow on Instagram. Her name is Elise Myers and she deals with a lot of mental health issues and she's opened up a lot as she's going through her second pregnancy with how crocheting has helped her anxiety. And I just think that's so cool. Like she's gotten so good at it so quickly solely because you can tell she's really channeling that energy into a coping healthy mechanism. Things are stressful, things are chaotic. So to me, energetically, when you're not 
putting logic into this at all, energetically, it's like my body also needs to go into chaotic high energy because everything feels so chaotic. Everything feels so high energy. Everything feels so stressful. But if my body is relaxed while I'm feeling these things, I have to bring myself up there. Again, there can be unhealthy ways of doing that. There can also be healthy ways of doing that. Exercise is a huge one for me. I find that when I'm specifically feeling really anxious, really stressed, if I can exercise, go for a walk, go for a run, go for a bike, I can bring my heart rate up so that my body matches the stress levels that I'm feeling and then I can bring it all back down together and then my mind feels like I can come back to that logical place to actually deal with my problems. Oh, we're gonna have to take another break here because my son just woke up. I'll be right back. Sometimes it really is just giving yourself the time to get to the other side. If there's nothing that you yourself can physically do, there's no tasks, nothing for you to figure out other than to just give yourself time or to let yourself feel, then that's very valid. Instead of breaking it down into bite-sized steps, you have to just take it day by day. You just have to allow yourself to take life moment by moment, day by day, wave by wave. We usually tend to need some sense of external focus to keep our sense of groundedness, our sense of rootedness through times that tend to be tough. So again, I've already listed a few things that already popped into mind, exercise, creativity, spending time with loved ones. If you do have a good support system, definitely rely on it. If you don't have a good support system, know that that is not like you're not alone in that feeling. A lot of people don't, most people don't. And so finding something healthy, reading even, I feel like some of the worst experiences I've gone through through my life it didn't make it better it didn't make it go away but for the most part reading books specifically fiction books to just escape for a few chapters and just feel like I can forget about my problems for a moment your life was a movie and you were the main character this would be the point of tension in the story that you have to overcome and a lot of the times this is when you're watching a movie or you're reading a story when the character tends to really goes through a very condensed version of growth. Now, I'm not saying condensed in the sense that you need to pile on the growth and evolve really quickly, more so that this is where transformation can really happen, where change can really happen. There's enough friction going on in your life. There's enough heat going on in your life. That is where you create change. And so for me, like the idea of hibernating for a little bit, pulling away a little bit, deleting social media for August, and just really getting down into the things that I feel like are weighing heavy on me, taking care of my health, taking extra rest, even when it feels deeply uncomfortable, just being almost rebellious in the act of doing what I need to do and doing it in my own headspace, in my own solo space, with my own playlists, supporting myself with the right environment, supporting myself with the right atmosphere to just hunker down and do what I need to do or feel what I need to feel and focus on what I need to focus on, that to me can sometimes start to create these feelings of motivation if I can get myself into that right headspace. By breaking it down into those bite-sized goals or even just breaking it down into taking a full month, take a pause, take a breath and rest and see where my health is on the other side, see where I'm at on the other side. Like when you fully commit to these things and you take it on as your duty, it can actually be very motivating. It can be refreshing in a weird way not to say that it still isn't uncomfortable, that it still isn't hard, that it still isn't heavy, but it can also be refreshing because you're just like finally support showing up for yourself. You're finally supporting yourself. You're finally 
creating that change that you need to best get yourself through the season of life that you're going through. And again, nobody is going to do it for you. So you have to do it for yourself. Create a routine for yourself that's going to allow you to factor in whatever it is that you feel like you have to tackle if you have a hardship that is like a problem you need to solve. You don't have to sit down and be like, okay, now I'm gonna feel my sadness. Instead, you just sit down and you give yourself open space to feel and think whatever you need to feel and think. Maybe it'll arise, maybe it won't. Maybe you need to factor in things like therapy or, or maybe you need to factor in time for rest or self-care. Like again, it's really tough not knowing exactly what all of our different unique hardships are. But whatever it is, when you build the routine around doing the thing you need to do to support yourself, when you create the environment around yourself that's going to best support you, sometimes that does mean you just need to take some time away from people or you need to shift your time and your energy to prioritize different things. And if I can just pull a tiny little pep talk out of today's chat. Tiny little reminder that it's something that you obviously already know about yourself, that I obviously already know about myself, but I need this reminder sometimes, and so I'm going to open it up in case anybody else out there needs to hear this. You can absolutely do hard things. You can absolutely get to the other side of growth and strength through hard things. I know that it can feel like a lot at once. I know it can feel like getting piled on. You have to go through the discomfort. You have to break down the muscle in order to get stronger. If you don't ever test the muscle, if you don't ever push the muscle, the muscle will never get bigger. You will never get stronger. And that's just what's going on on a very internal energetic level. It's like you're getting pressed, you're getting pressured, you're carrying a lot and it's heavy. And I get that it can be really tough, especially if you feel like you're carrying it alone. But do what you need to do, just like with a workout where you're hopefully optimizing your health so that you can do that workout at the best of your ability. You're optimizing your rest, you're fueling yourself well, and you're doing what needs to be done. Like do that again, metaphorically in your actual life. Give yourself the atmosphere you need. Give yourself the tools that you need. Give yourself the boundaries that you need, whether it's with other people or with yourself for the routine that you need, whatever it is so that you can go through this challenge, this pressure, this breaking down and get to the other side, being stronger, being better, being healthier, having evolved. And I know that again too, like it can be really exhausting and really tiring when it seems like everything out there is always about growth. It's always about getting better, getting stronger, getting whatever. And I, I know that even that can be exhausting. And, and if you get knocked down and you're like, that's it for me, stay down, stay down, but don't, don't stay down so long that you never get back up. Like whether it takes you days or weeks or maybe even months, get back up eventually and face whatever it is head on because that resilience is within you. You were born with it. You can do harder things than you give yourself credit for. It's not fun. Nobody wants to do it. Nobody wants to face discomfort. However, if you avoid it, the only person that gets left behind is you or that feels left behind is you. The only thing that's going to happen is you prolong or procrastinate needing to go through this this chapter of growth and this developmental stage of your life as a human being, as a soul on the planet. So just do it. I know that the silver lining of this message is that yes, you can build resilience through hard times. You can do hard things. But on top of that, I'm sorry, it sucks. It's part of being human, but you're just not alone through it. And we're all out here just trekking our own trek, you know, and in a cool way from another perspective, the fact that we can all connect over these things is part of what makes us human. So I will be 
offline for the most part for most of August. I'm not taking care of my health as much as I probably should be. I'm not taking care of myself as much as I probably could be or prioritizing it as much because I know I can't, you know, I always preach so much and then really need to practice a lot of the stuff that I preach in my podcast of like, you cannot what is it, give from an empty cup or f spill from an empty cup? I don't know. All I know is that my, my cup has been empty for a little while now. And in order to refill it, but also in order to deal with some of the stressors that are in my life right now, like I just need to retreat a little bit. So that's what I'll be doing the month of August. And I hope that I can come out on the other side with that resilience, with that perseverance for a really fun fall. I want to be able to get there and be there with a full cup again. However, I will still be here for a couple more podcast episodes this month. So I will chat with you guys all very soon. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and hanging out and talking with me over a nice coffee today. <laughs> if you can hear that, that is my son. I would love to hear your end of things as per usual. I already said that, but just again, to reiterate that I love when this isn't a one-way conversation. So please let me know any thoughts that arose for you during today's chat. And I will talk to all of you guys in our next coffee talk. Bye everyone.